Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, whatever part of the planet you may be. Welcome to Atlanta Discourse. We're here, always here for you with fantastic topics all the time. Today we're looking at something completely different, but it's about royalty. You know, we're talking about the Queen, the late Queen Elizabeth. So this uh, session, this topic, this particular episode is just respect to Queen Elizabeth II, the late Queen Elizabeth. This is an ode to the Queen. That's the title. Ode to the Queen. The late Queen. You know, so we're just going to give her some respect. You know, and you know, we, she's special. She's wonderful. We just want to tell, remind the world how special she is. Why we always treated her in a very special way. Why we'll never forget her. Why she's special. What makes her special. Why I will miss her. She remains the greatest. I mean, this is the best we've seen so far. Monarchy for monarchy. I will miss her a lot, you know. So, she's very unique. So, we're going to look at why she, she's very unique. Why we think she's unique. Why she continues to be unique in every 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 way or form. But, as you all know, here at Atlanta Discourse, we try and separate politics from education and education from politics. We just go for the facts wherever we find it and we try and get the best out of it because we bridge the gap between the developed and the developing nations. We say the fact the way it is. We try and be honest. We just try and go for the jugular as when do you we look at an IT related issues, we look at political related issues, faith based issues. Doesn't matter where we just go for the facts and that's just it. So let's let's just look at what makes Queen Elizabeth the most interesting royal of all time? You know, the passing of Queen Elizabeth, as you all know, in September 9, 2022, was devastating to our constituents as well as the rest of the public around the world. The Queen was beloved and respected by almost everyone for her warmth, class, and proactive attitude. She made a lot of positive changes for our country throughout her time. That is so, so that's just undisputed, you know. It made a lot of positive changes for our country throughout our time in power. Let's take a look at the last seven decades of the Queen's reign. And we collected some facts, a lot of research. And uh, there's so many, I doubt if we're able to cover everything. But let's just look at it. She has, number one, she has a sense of humor, a fantastic sense of humor. Queen Elizabeth is probably recognizable to about 99% of the population. But there are, there are a select few who don't recognize her royal highness while taking a walk near her estate with a protection officer. Some American tourists came up to ask her a question. They had no idea they were talking directly to the queen, to the queen herself, you know. So, you know, so they, they asked her if she ever met the queen, to which she responded, no. She then pointed to her, her protection officer and said, this policeman has. <laughs> then the tourists did not get the joke. But she shared a laugh later with her officer. Even the Queen of England has a sense of humor. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. She snuck out outside to join the valet, uh, the victory celebration for World War II. When Germany finally surrendered, that's number two. When Germany finally surrendered during the World War II, there were animal celebrations throughout the streets of England. The Queen was just Princess Elizabeth at that time, cohered the celebration for her home at the Buckingham Palace. But guess what? She and her sister snuck out of the palace to join the end of the world celebration on the street. That means that even before being a queen, she's always acted like a queen. She was always with her people. She recalled this as being one of the most uh, one of the most memorable nights of her life. Most of her teenage years were spent in wartime, and she was only 19 when the war ended. Okay, 
she's allowed to break rules at over three. Being the Queen of England has respect. Elizabeth got to enjoy privileges and almost no one else in the world is allowed. She could drive without a license, ignore speed limit, she could knight whenever she wanted and grant criminal pardons. Well, that's why she's the Queen. If she so decided, she could even fire the entire Australian government, though she never exercised this power. Technically, Queen Elizabeth owned every single dolphin and whale in British water. As known animal lover, we're sure she appreciated this privilege. Now, number four, she never, she didn't need a passport to travel. She, she did. She, anyone who has misplaced their passport or forgotten it at home will appreciate the luxury of being able to travel without one. The Queen doesn't need a passport to travel internationally because technically all passports are issued by her. So there's a part of things that make her special. So the Queen doesn't actually need a passport to travel. We have to be the person telling the Queen she can't go to where she's traveling to anyway. The rest of the royal, the royal family does not enjoy the same privilege. So they are required to bring their passport to travel internationally. Also, the Queen loves our Kogi, the dog. Yeah, for much of our reign, Queen Elizabeth bred. Uh, Corgis, this is a breed of dog. She loved this breed of dogs ever since she met her father, King George VI. Corgi named Doki for her 80th birthday. She was given, she was given her own Corgi puppy as a birthday gift, and from then she never looked back. She stopped breeding them so that none of their, none of her beloved dogs would outlive her. She didn't want to leave any of her furry friends behind when she passed away. Her last Corgi passed away in 2018. She also stopped breeding them because the same time her mom passed away, which might have been an additional reason she stopped breeding those dogs. Also, she uses her bag to speak to her staff in code. Much of the monarchy is mysterious and secretive, so the queen needs to communicate to her staff without notifying anyone else what she's trying to say. So she uses her handbags to communicate in coded languages, coded messages for her staff. For example, she moved her bag from one side to the other. If it was a signal that she was ready to end her current conversation, officers would then sweep her away for the next one. We wonder if there was a code for I am hungry. Well, she's dead now. We don't know. We can find out. But... She's unique from all you've seen. She served in the World War II as a mechanic. That's a lot. The Queen served, she, the Queen herself served in World War II. She was just a teenager at the time, but was eager to join the war effort and offer services in, in any way she could. She served as a trained mechanic learning from auxiliary territorial services. So that was a lot of value added. It's hard to imagine that the Queen who we see draped in fabulous jewelries, getting her hands dirty by fixing trucks, but it's true. She actually fought with her parents for over a year, begging them to let her sign up for service. She was willing to work for her country, but that's who she is before she was even the queen. She was, that's why I mentioned when she went for the World War II victory celebration, that I said she was always been a queen even before she became a queen. Also, she was woken up by backpiper every morning. The queen doesn't wake up to her phone alarm like the rest of us. Rather, she was woken up by a bagpiper every morning. The player will play a song called The Piper to the Sovereign. That's it. The player will play the song for 15 minutes outside her window at 9 a.m. every morning. As far as alarm clocks go, we don't know if, <laughs> if we want to wake up to the whining of a bagpipe, but the bagpipe doesn't have the luxury of snows or button either. So, but she's the queen. That's what we tell. She studied history and law. 
the queen is that intelligence is no secret. It's been well documented throughout her time as a monarch. She actually studied constitutional history and law. Everybody, that's that's it. We all know queen, 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 but nobody really can tell what she studied, where she trained at. But now we know she studied history and law. So that explains why she's extremely intelligent. That explains a lot of our disposition. And to be fair, she had the best teachers in Britain. She had uh, to give her lessons and all that. So there's a bit of unfair advantage. She also took lessons in religion from the Archbishop of Canterbury, you know, to prepare her role as a monarch. She may have had some of her best tutors in the world, but she definitely put her lessons to good use over the 70 years she rolled. So she met her husband when she was eight years old. That's another thing we were talking about now. High school sweetheart have nothing on the queen and her husband. Elizabeth met Prince Philip when she was only eight years old in 1934. They had attended some of the same events when they were even younger, but they didn't meet each other's acquaintance until this time. So it was the wedding of Princess Marina of Greece and Prince George, Duke of Kent, where they first met. Apparently, Elizabeth had a crush on Prince Philip. Instantly, they were married in 1947 when Elizabeth was 21 years old and Philip was 26. So, she celebrated two birthdays. That's what we're talking about now. One birthday is simply not enough for celebration for a queen. Queen Elizabeth celebrated two birthdays every year. A real birthday is actually April 21st, 1926. So, she will be celebrated to which should should be to do a celebration on this day every year but there were also other days recognized as a birthday as well when the weather was bad was better there'd be an additional celebration of a bath that was marked by the trooping the the color parade this was a tradition started by king george ii in 1748 so she lived to be 96 years old but technically technically she had uh, almost double celebration and many birthday celebrations so she's a queen like always say her crown snapped on her wedding day that's another we're talking about queen elizabeth wore queen mary russia fringa tiara that's what she wore that's uh, queen mary the russian fringe tiara on her wedding day it was originally made for her grandmother in 1919 the unique headpiece can also be worn as a necklace. The queen and picked this tiara to wear on a special day. To her surprise, the crown actually snapped right before she walked. She was to walk down the aisle and marry Prince Philip. Luckily, her staff was able to repair the tiara and she was able to wear it down the aisle. Her daughter, Princess Anne, also wore it on her wedding day in 1973. Also, she enjoyed a glass of champagne every night. Apparently, the queen enjoyed a glass of bubbly bubbly every night. Her cousin Margaret Rhodes explained the queen's drinks of choice in an evening with the independent. She liked to she liked to have a gin, a dubonet before lunch with a slice of lemon and lots of ice. She will enjoy wine with in lunch, a dry martini and a glass of champagne in the evening. It seemed like she was a creature of habit, but we also have our favorite. She was apparently very particular about her drink. But then again, she is the queen. She was sent over 70,000 letters a year. It comes as no surprise, you know, that the Queen of England will receive tons and tons of correspondence from people all over the world. In fact, she received an estimated 70,000 letters a year from all kinds of people. Some she read herself, some she handed over to her staff because she couldn't possibly sift through all the letters herself. But that's 70,000. According to the Royal website, the Queen was shown 
all those 70,000 letters, you know, just when I say shown, it was just a look at it, not read, you know, so by a private secretary, and she took great interest in letters she received. So she tried to read some, but 70,000, that's, that's a lot of numbers for, for a queen to read, you know, so by private secretary and, but she was able to juggle through most of it. So we have to give her kudos for that. She's very close to her people. She was the longest reigning British monarch. Queen Elizabeth was the longest reigning British monarch of all time. And the longest, the second longest reigning monarch of all time. Her reign lasted 70 years and 214 days. She's one of the only four people to rule for more than seven decades. Our rule lasted for the duration of 14 U.S. presidents. Can you imagine that? You know, so this is, this is unique. Like I said, what we're talking about is Ode to the Queen. We're just celebrating the late Queen Elizabeth, why she's special, what makes her special, why we'll miss her, why she remains the greatest, and the very big shoes that has to be filled with King Charles and subsequent kings. You know, we'll all miss her. We all mourn her and why she's unique, you know. She is also the most traveled monarch. You know, the queen has many responsibilities and a lot of places to be. Her reign consisted of travel to go perform royal duties all over the world. In her 70 years when the crown, she traveled 1 million plus times. Uh, this is equivalent to 40 times around the earth. 70 years is a lot. So in 70 years, 1 million miles travel make her the most well-traveled British monarch of all time. So. Now, it is estimated that personal wealth is around 500 million. It is difficult to estimate what the Queen's net worth is. The royal family is estimated to be worth about 28 billion, but not all of that money is really in the hands of the Windsors because of the holdings to the, to the government of the United Kingdom. So, Fortune magazine estimated that the Queen's personal fortune was mostly like, most likely 500 million. This money will now be passed down to her son, King Charles. As his customer in the royal family, he will not have to pay an inheritance tax on this money. Okay, another topic we'll look at. The Queen's coronation was the first major royal event to be broadcast live on TV. The Queen has a lot of list of firsts, but which she accomplished during her reign. But one such example is our coronation was the very first royal event to be broadcast on TV. The celebration took place in June of 1953 and was a huge and very successful event. Now, early royal events are broadcast on TV, the marriage of Kate Middleton to Prince Will, uh, Williams, you know, and all that But in the past two decade, decade, but hers was the very, 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 very first. Charles and Diana are there and so many other, but she was the first. Now, she's credited with inventing, this is a new one, she's credited with inventing a new breed of dogs. It's no secret that the Queen loved her Kogis. Over the course of her lifetime, she owned over 30 of them starting in 1933. Her love for Kogis led to her inventing a new breed. So that's the Dogi is a crossbreed between a Kogi and a Dachon. So she crossbreeded that. She had two, she had two towards the end of her, her life, and this will more likely be passed down to other family members, so they remain to be taken care of. Yeah, she was technically the ruler of 15 countries. Yeah, a lot of us don't know that the queen, because of the Commonwealth, as the Queen of England, technically had power over 15 different countries that include Australia, Canada, New Zealand, Japan. Oh, sorry, this includes Australia, Canada, New Zealand, Jamaica, and the Bahamas. These are part of what is known as the Commonwealth realms. Yeah, so she's the Africa. The Commonwealth is made up of countries that used to be part of the British Empire. 
but have since separated. They work together to reach shared goals. Many countries have severe ties with Britain to become sovereign, but the most recent of which was Barbados in 2021. You know, like Nigeria got independent in 1960 but became a republic in 63. So in those three years between independent and 63, those three years the Queen was still there commander-in-chief you know operation london bridge is a code for the queen's passing so a lot of people don't know that london bridge is down when you hear that that means the queen is there that's a code word used when the queen passes away the queen was held in westminster hall for four days when the queen passed her body was held in westminster hall for four days this allowed people to come and pay respect that's that's also a lot. The queen was given a cottage as a gift when she was six. At six, most of us received a doll or play doll, you know, something like that. You know, meanwhile, the future queen was given a miniature cottage by the people of Wales. The small cottage was placed on the grounds of Royal Lodge in Windsor. Yeah, the, the picture is there on the internet if anybody wants to see. A black place is now a famous restaurant. Queen Elizabeth was born in what is now a famous Chinese restaurant. At the time of her birth in 1926, 17 Broughton Street was her grandparents' house in which she was born. Little did they know the baby would grow up to be Britain's longest monarch at that time. So that's also something you can find out. Now this location is a very popular Cantonese restaurant called Akasan. It has a Michelin star rating and tons of delicious food. If you are so inclined, you can make a reservation at it at the place. Queen Elizabeth II was born. She, she's extremely social. The Queen raised pigeon. Yeah, she did. If we haven't shocked you yet with this fact about Queen Elizabeth, this one you might do. I do the trick. Queen Elizabeth used to raise pigeon. You know, pigeons birds. Yeah, she put them together and raised them. They fly. They, you know. So, Queen Elizabeth raised pigeon at her country estate in Sandringham. She had a flock of over 200 of the birds, and they belonged to the multiple. Pigeon Racing Society. Oh, she's special, no doubt. She's special. She owned all the swans. That is, she technically owned all the unmarked swans in British waters. This symbolical ownership was established in the 12th century to protect the species, the, the, the swan species from poachers. Now, King Charles will inherit the swans as well, the dolphins and the whales in English water. Wow. Big shoes for Charles to fill. Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip received over 2,500 wedding gifts. Wow, they did. That's a lot also. That's a lot. So, she enjoyed bright colors. The Queen enjoyed bright colors and will often be seen spotting bright pink, yellow, green, and blue. She was known for her fashion. Her colors are always being bright. Okay, so she only won one color of nail polish. I'm sure a lot of us don't know that. The Queen seemed to have been a creature of habit but so much so that she apparently only wore one nail polish color starting in 1989 she only wore a color called ballet slippers by brand essie that's the only color simply for our nail it's a pale pink with a pale sheen uh you know so that's what she did for a very long time and and i mean these are things we're talking about she's, she's just special and and we just can't con we just have to you know, we have to continue to celebrate her. You know, we have, we, we've seen people in her shoes that have very little affinity for their people. We've seen people in her shoes that are very, she, the people love that and she loves that people. So there's no doubt about that. So let's go on to what's next. What do we have there? She had almost 150 portraits of her during her reign. She, it is not uncommon for royals to sit for portraits since the queen reigned for 70 years. 
She sat for almost 150 portraits of herself and her family. In one specific instance, a portrait of her was completed by artist named Chris Levin and Rob Monday. You know, so this portrait was made up of 10,000 other images. This piece of art was then repurposed as a work called the Diamond Queen, for which over 1,100 white diamonds were put over the tiara she was wearing in the portrait. Only a queen can do all that. She bought her wedding dress material with ration coupon. During World War II, there were clothing rations throughout Britain. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah. And it was difficult to come by clothing material. So ration coupons were distributed to the public. The real family was not exempt from this restriction. And you need to have been alive then to understand that, you know. So women around the world actually donated their own ration coupons to Elizabeth. So Elizabeth could purchase her wedding dress material. She eventually had to return the donation because the crown is not allowed to accept donations from special queen. Her first horse was named Peggy. The queen was known animal lover. So she had 30 cookies, those dogs we've all been talking about. But the very first horse she was given, her very first was a Shetland pony named Peggy. Her grandfather, King George V, gave her the horse and she had a love of riding it. So she's very fluent in French also. As a monarch speaking different languages can come in handy to better communicate with other rulers. The queen was fluent in French as well as in English. Most likely she learned French when she was very young. You know, home study and all that did her a lot of. You know, she could also speak German, Spanish and Welsh, but was very, very, very rare. So we're gonna call it a wrap there. That I mean did she there's so much that about I have like a hundred things that make her tick that make her special but this this edition is just special it's just out of respect for her the late queen elizabeth we miss her you know like i said we're looking at why she was special what makes her special why we miss her why she remains the greatest the longest monarch that reigned you know and we all mourn her the whole world mourn her and and we all know charles charles will do his best but Queen Elizabeth was just, uh, let's just say, in Latin, primus inter pares. She was just first among a lot of equals. That equals being other monarch, you know. So we call it a wrap there. We'll come again to you guys, to all our listeners. Thank you for listening. But then this was just needed. We just need to pay respect, give to Caesar what is due to Caesar. In this instance, this is given to Elizabeth II what is due to Elizabeth. She was exemplary. She was different. She was able to bridge the gap between all the atrocities Britain committed in colonial era and, you know, to subsequently to when the, the world became extremely democratic. So we just have to give her, we have to give that to her. She, she has done very, very well. So we have to keep encouraging everybody. There will be more monarch. I look forward to when Kate will be queen. You know, and Kate and Williams, you know, Charles is an old king. It's probably not going to, I don't think Charles will rule for something, something yet. We all know that's not going to happen. Charles is already a very old man. So, but we look forward to seeing Williams and Kate rule and the world is positive. Even though it's not an absolute monarch, but they, they seem prepared. They seem ready and, you know, God bless the queen once again. Rest in peace, Elizabeth, daughter of Windsor. We miss you. We love you so much. So to all our listeners, once again, it's a wrap. God bless you all. See you next week. Bye.